Hello, friends, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to the ministry of Apostle Kenneth Fletcher and the Mind of Conception podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast to help us connect with the body of Christ and contribute to the growth and success of the kingdom of God. So let's join the teaching of the word right now. What God is saying, and we have to do whatever we're going to do, we got to do it his way. And if we're doing it any other way, it may produce some things, but it will not produce the God thing. Right? Because one thing I've learned about believers, I'm talking about Christian folks now. Amen. We have this Bible. We got so much word, but it's amazing that how we got so much word, but our lives are still toe up from the floor. Right. Now, I'm not just preaching here to this body of believers in this congregation that's here right now, but I'm preaching, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, at the point of an apostolic anointing, because I know that there will be others that will hear this that are not in my viewpoint right now. What I'm trying to say is this, is that I have to learn how to go back to where God is asking me to go, but I got to go with his power. Right. Going back to our subject, we were talking about, I'm going to read some scripture, but going back to our subject, we were talking about Moses. God got Moses out there on the backside of the desert. And my God, I'm telling you, he's out there feeding the sheep and, and being a shepherd and Lord have mercy and dealing with the elements. Glory to God. He's dealing with all kind of stuff. Hallelujah. And amen. And God is working him over. Yes. Has anybody been worked yes. over by God? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I might be by myself here, but I know that God is working him over. This is not the devil now. I'm trying to tell you, God is working him over. And God is working that man over. Glory to God. And then, but you know what he did, Pastor? Glory to God. One thing that God got Moses' attention is God released the fire. And when God released the fire, it got Moses' attention. He said, my God, I see this bush burning and it's on fire, but it's not being consumed. So I need to go and examine what's happening here. Glory to God. So as he goes to examine the fire, glory to God, the voice of God speaks to him and said, listen, I'm the God of your fathers. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Glory to God. And now I'm going to send you to Egypt, the very place that you came from. I'm going to send you back there. And now you're going to begin to operate as the deliverer that I ordained you to be. But the reality is you're not going to operate in your power. You're going to operate in my power. Say amen, somebody. Amen. So that's why sometimes we go through, hallelujah, some of the stuff we go through because we're still dependent on our wit. We're still dependent on our education. We're still dependent on our position with man. We're still dependent, glory to God, on how many people we got following us. We're still dependent upon somebody else, amen, glory to God, to pay the bill. We're still dependent on something else, glory to God, other than God, amen, to be my rock and to be my source and to be my fortress. Amen, somebody. Amen. So I'm here to tell you, people of God, that if you're dependent on anything other than God, then God got to take you into the wilderness. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. It's good to see my good friend there. Come on in here. He snuck in on me. I like that. Glory to God. 
So what am I saying? So God had Moses out there. For 40 years, he was working out of Moses, that self-reliance. How many times have we relied on ourselves to get the job done? How many times have we relied on our own wisdom and our own ability to get the job done? How many times have we gone to, amen, bless God, church growth seminars and whatever have you and trying to figure out how to increase membership and all of these things? How many times have we depend on the wisdom of man instead of falling upon the rock and being broken, least it fall upon us and break us to power? So God had to take us sometimes through that process of breaking. Moses said, oh, I got a vision from God. I realize I'm supposed to be the deliverer. And the Bible said it came into his heart when he was full 40 years old. He said, I got to to start doing this thing. It's in my heart. Hey, man, I got to deliver the children. Hallelujah. He was in my heart. So he did it by human might. He tried to kill the Egyptian and try to hide him in the sand. But God said, that's not my way. Because you're not going to deliver the children of Israel by human strength. Neither are we going to deliver people by programs. You cannot program out the demon. Say amen. I'm here, I'm here to, I told you, don't matter if it's 500 or 50 or or five. I'm going to preach what God said, preach. Glory, that's all I have. Glory to God. Say amen. Amen. And you cannot, amen, program out. A demon that got to be cast out. And you and I cannot cast out the devil with human wisdom. The only way any of that is going to take place is going to be by the power of God. Now, one thing that I have learned in my process of 40 years in the wilderness, if you will, is that you have to get to a place where you're completely and totally dependent on his ability. You can't lean on anything. You can't lean on anybody or any other program other than what God is saying. So I'm here to tell you that, Pastor Paul, though you're not off base when you're talking about the fire of God, right? Because that is his way of, first of all, burning up the flesh. Say amen, somebody. Amen. This flesh and blood is not going to inherit the kingdom of God. I don't care what you, how nice you look, how fine you dress. It doesn't make a difference. This flesh is not going to inherit the kingdom. See, the only thing this flesh has to do is be sacrificed. I'm here to help you, though. I'm here to be a blessing. I'm not, don't get upset with me now. Work, work, work. Hallelujah. So that's the only way you and I are going to actually operate in the power of God. Uh-huh. Is there have to be a death to the flesh. Right. And that death to the flesh, I'm not talking about a physical death, but I'm talking about to the carnal way of thinking. Sadly to say, hallelujah, sadly to say, there are too many believers that are carnal minded. Everything is about the earth. Everything is about the natural. It's all about the temporary. 
And they never understand that God himself is working from an eternal basis. God could care less about the little five by seven snapshot that's going on in your life because God is trying to get you to a point that he ordains you to be from the foundation of the earth. So we go through small times and small trials and and, and small afflictions. And Paul called them, Pastor, light afflictions. And we go through these things in some kind of way. These things have turned us away from our passion for God. I didn't say my passion for church. I said my passion for God. Yes, difference. There's a big difference between passion for the church. Thank God for the church. Because the church is God's idea. It wasn't man's idea. It was God's idea. But what about the passion for God? What about when the congregation is not around? Do you still have that same joy, yes. that same zeal, yes. that same fire, that same drive to seek after God yes. in his righteousness? Yes. Hello, somebody. Y'all quiet on me now. Y'all, y'all eating. That's why y'all eating. Y'all quiet on me. So we're going to, we just, I'm just talking. Amen. Glory to God. So Moses had to learn that. Moses had to say, no, 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 no. God had to tell him, listen, man, I know you were full of zeal and you were full of your, all of that, but you can't do it in your own way. Right. See, so I got to take you out here on the backside of the desert and work out of you until you get all that anger out of you, all that frustration out of you. Glory to God, all that blaming, amen, blaming this one, blaming that one, blaming the other. Glory to God, blaming your pastor, blaming the preacher, blaming mom, blaming dad. Glory to God, blaming your ex. Glory to God, you blaming everybody, but you never put any blame on yourself. Say amen, somebody. I'm talking about God is not going to ask you what they did to you. God is only going to ask you, glory to God, how did you respond? Did you respond with my word? Did you respond with my love? Did you respond with my forgiveness? Did you respond for what I said? Did you do what I said? Or did you allow them to hinder you from obeying my voice? So don't, 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 don't let the enemy pull one up over on you. See, we're looking down the street, right? We're looking, hey man, bless God, hallelujah, down at the other congregation. And we saying, oh Lord, I wish our church was like that. Oh Lord, I wish, Lord, what's wrong? How come we can't get the people to come? And all of this and everything else. And God said, no, you got it all messed up. That's right. You looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at the wrong thing. Because you're not looking at me. Come on. Glory to God. Can I, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Glory to God. If you ain't looking at him, you're looking at the wrong thing. So what am I saying? All I'm saying is that God is going to take every last one of us through a process of transformation. And that transformation is going to continue with the fire of God. Glory to God. And you got to understand, glory to God. I think, heard somebody said earlier, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's wood, hay, or stubble, everything that you do in your life is going to be tried by the fire. And only that which Christ has ordained will remain. If it did not originate with God, it's not going to remain. You better hear what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what it is. Glory to God. You cannot build on something else other than the revelation that he is the Christ. Glory to God. Amen. And if people don't want the Christ, don't try to beg them to come to church. You better hear what I'm saying. I'm going to preach here just for a minute. I know we be begging folks, come to church. And that's good because God ordained the church. But more than that, we should be able to tell them, come to Jesus because Jesus can transform you. He can change you. I know that you're messed up right now and you can come just as you are. But when you come to him, you're not going to remain the same. Say amen. Hallelujah. When you come to him, 
you can't be the same. So I have a problem with folks that have been in the church for 20 years and 15 years and 30 years and said they've come to Jesus, but they got the same mean strength, same nasty attitude. See, y'all better hear that. I'm coming with it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. They still tipping and slipping. Come on here. They still, amen, glory to God, shaking and faking, doing everything. Glory to God. But you said, I know him. No, 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 no. You got something. You got hold of something counterfeit. Now, only reason I'm preaching like this is because this is my assignment in the body of Christ. I, I, listen, I didn't know what, I didn't realize that an apostle didn't have to be a pastor until God said, now your pastor in this day is over. There's no, you're not pastor no more. But that does not take the ministry away from you. Because some apostles will still pastor. And that's God's order. That's God's design. Look at, read your Bible. Glory to God. James was the pastor in Jerusalem. Even though he was one of the apostles. But Peter and the rest of the brethren, they would come together, but they weren't the apostles. They weren't the pastor in the church in Jerusalem. So what I'm saying is God had to show that to me because until he showed that to me, I was still trying to hold on to something that God was trying to get me to let go of. So the mission, hallelujah, <laughs> does not change of what he actually has ordained me to do. For you that know me and have been around, the message don't change. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and God will add everything to you. So God is doing something in this hour. I heard somebody say it earlier and I know that to be true. God is doing something. What am I saying he's doing? He is producing a hunger in people that they are not satisfied with church as regular. They're just, they're like, listen, listen, I, I'm not satisfied with this. There got to be more to God than just coming and jumping and shouting and clapping and singing and, and, and then, and then I, I'll, I go home and I'm still in bondage in my mind. I'm still full of fear and anxiety. I'm still on antidepressants because I can't seem to cope with the world around me. Can I talk here? Glory to God. I'm coming with it. I love you, but I got to come with it. Glory to God. And then we say, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Right? We declare, we proclaim him the Alpha and the Omega. We proclaim him the, the great I Am. We, we declare him to be the one that is and that was and that is to come. So how is that that we allow the enemy to seduce our mind to think that some kind of way God ain't going to come through? Ah, help us. And part of that seducing of our mind is because we're too plugged in to the system. Ah. Y'all okay? We okay here? We okay here? See, I'm talking about Christian folks that love the entertainment of the world more than they love the word of God. They got time to go to the movies. To the picture show is what we used to call it. 
go to the picture show. <laughs> they got time for all of that. But how much time do you have for the word of God? See, we got to get to the place that we are crying out to God. Feed me with the bread of heaven until I don't even want no more. Until I'm just, till I'm just, it's overflowing in me. I can't, I can't, amen. I can't get no more down. I got to digest this for a minute. And then as soon as I digest this, I'm going to go back into it and I'm going to eat some more. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. See, I'm not talking about, thank you, Lord. Now, listen, let me, let me go over to God. Now, you got to hear the, the voice of God's spirit. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with us congregating and getting together right. and, and being consistent with that. That's right. But after I'm done, I'm done congregating, right. Right, I need to have a hunger for the word. Come on. If, if you're going to really begin to focus and to be in the place that God has ordained you to be, then after your man or woman of God preached the word, you need to go into that word. Amen. You need to find the scriptures for yourself. You need to begin to dig into it. Glory to God. You're going to need to meditate on it. Amen. Play back the tape, the CD, the recording, whatever it is. You need to go in and, and digest it. Glory to God. You need to think upon it. Amen. Ponder it and, and get it down in your spirit so that that word becomes flesh in you. Amen. Because you can listen to people preach and be all excited, but the devil is going to come to attack you at the level of the word that you heard. And if you don't seal that word in your own heart, he's going to beat your brains in just so he can get that word out of you. And in some kind of way, we end up charging God foolishly for something that we did ourselves. Yes, we do. So what is God saying? What is God saying in this hour? One of the things, glory to God, that we have to hear, especially in particularly as the ascension gifts, we have to hear what God is saying to the body in this hour. One of the things that God is doing, which is so powerful, God is trying to get us to realize that whether we understand it or not, we need one another. I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care, amen, hallelujah, if you're the bishop, arch to arch to arch bishop. You understand what I'm saying? It don't make no difference. You're going to need somebody. Amen, amen. Thank God for his word. We pray that you were blessed by the teaching on our podcast today. Please join us for online fellowship in our personal Zoom room. The access code is 931-432-8488. And the password is the number two. God bless you. We love you and hope to connect with you soon. Until then, continue to be about the Father's business.